I spent Christmas of 2006 in Kenya. It was actually an amazing trip. Um, a fellow seminarian I had met this summer before was from Kenya and invited me to spend two weeks with him in his native country. We started on the coast in Mombasa. Later we went to Nairobi, which is the capital. And we ended the trip at his family's village on the tip of Lake Victoria. So pretty remote, uh, mostly one room mud houses. Now one is not better than the other, but their approach to time is much different. Uh, the best example is when I left. My friend told me to wait out by the road to catch the bus in the morning uh, to take me to the airport. And I asked him to clarify, like, you know, what time in the morning. Well, there's a lot of different times in the morning. Um, and he didn't clarify. He just said, oh, the bus will come in the morning. I'm like, great. Uh, and so I did. I waited out there for several hours uh, for the bus to come. It finally did come, and I obviously got out of the country eventually. Uh, I did have to switch buses because uh, the bus I was on got stuck in the mud. But every year, we start the liturgical year with the season of Advent. Now, Advent is not as penitential as Lent, but there is still a sense of preparing our hearts for a new deepening of our relationship with Jesus. We look at how the Jewish people waited for over a thousand years for the first coming of the Messiah before Jesus came. And then we look for parallels uh, in our own waiting for the return of Jesus to come back at the end of time. The first reading, Isaiah gives the people hope. Isaiah describes a vision he had from God concerning Judah and Jerusalem. Remember, Judah is the southern uh, two tribes of Israel, and Jerusalem is the capital of Judah. The temple, the highest place of worship for the Jewish people, was in Jerusalem. So the temple mount in Jerusalem would have been the mountain of the Lord. Now Isaiah knows it's not the highest mountain, and so when Isaiah calls, says it's the highest mountain, he's speaking, speaking spiritually. That spiritually the Temple Mount was the highest, and this means the most important. Now in light of Christianity, in light of Christ, heaven and by extension the church becomes the Temple Mount, the new Judah, the new Jerusalem. As I've mentioned before, theologians and saints have said the barrier between heaven and earth is thinnest during Mass. If we have the eyes of faith to see it, we will see the multitude of saints and angels gathered around the altar as the Mass is prayed. So is this true for you? Is the new Temple Mount, the new Jerusalem, the new Judah, the highest mountain for you? Is heaven and again by extension the church and the mass the most important thing to you? Is the church and the mass the highest priority in your life? I am speaking as much to myself if not more uh, than I am to you. There are many times in my own life that I fail to make Christ the highest priority in my life. As Christians we see Jewish history through the lens of Jesus Christ. We understood that it took hundreds of years for the word, words of Isaiah to come true in Jesus Christ. There is a lot of waiting. And the second reading from St. Paul's letter to the Romans, St. Paul admonishes them to awake from their sleep, from their spiritual sleep. St. Paul says that our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. 
with each passing second, the end of time, the second coming of Christ comes ever near. Jesus could have come back before this, Jesus could come back before this mass ends, or it could be billions of years from now, or it could be sometime in between. And the same is true personally. We do not know the time of our death. We do not know the moment of our particular judgment and possible salvation in heaven. In this fallen world we live in, death is the only certain thing. With each passing second, our death comes ever closer. Are you ready? St. Paul says to throw off works of darkness and put on the armor of light. He says to stop participating in orgies and drunkenness, promiscuity and lust, rivalry and jealousy. Instead, he says to put on Christ, to turn away from these things that enslave us and turn towards Christ who frees us. Awake from our sinful habits, strive to make new habits of the goodness and light found in Jesus Christ. Jesus repeats this theme in the Gospel from Matthew, Stay awake. Jesus begins today's reading talking about Noah. Have you ever thought about what Noah did? He built this huge boat on land. It probably took him several years to build it. He probably got ridiculed for building such a large boat on land. His neighbors probably thought he was crazy when he talked about a flood that was coming to cover the whole earth and wipe out all living land creatures. In the days of Noah, despite all the warning signs, especially from Noah himself, the people went about their busy, sinful ways, and the flood caught them totally unprepared. When the, world, when the end of the world happens, when our own death happens, will we be caught unprepared? Stay awake, Jesus instructs us. We do not know the hour of Jesus' return. Thus, he says, we must be prepared. Two men in a field, one will be taken, one will be left behind. Two women grinding at the mill, one is taken, one is left behind. If the master of the house knew the hour of the night the thief is coming, he would have stayed away. Sixteen years ago, I did not know what time the bus was going to come, so I had to be prepared early to make sure I was out by the road just in case it came early. Jesus' first coming took people by surprise. This time, though, we will have no excuse. Jesus has given us plenty of warning. Are we ready for the beginning of eternity? What we do here on earth determines where we will spend eternity. The question isn't exactly, have we been a good person? No, the real question is, are we in relationship with Jesus Christ? Is He Lord of our lives? Is Jesus our highest mountain, our highest priority? As I see it this Advent, take two steps. One, what is your highest mountain? Is it sports, grades, money, job, maybe even family? What are we putting higher than Jesus Christ? Then two, what can we do to change so that Jesus Christ is our highest mountain, our highest priority? What do we need to do to prepare for either the end of our lives or the end of time? Whichever one comes first.